This is an urgent message from the Ministry of Silly Talk. Please stay tuned for further instructions. Folks, head on over to shirtcaviar.com. We got a wide selection of shirts for every occasion. We got a Chi Chi Get the Yayo. We got a F Them Kids, a perfect and amazing holiday stocking stuffer. We got Disrespect the Rich. We got Anything is Possible. We got Rose Headed Hoe with Caviar on the side. And we have one of the most popular summer shirts, The Beach Please. All of these and more at shirtcaviar.com. And make sure you use code OGA for 10% off your order. Welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast. Thank you for listening to my daddy's stupid podcast. And remember, his head is full of doo-doo, so don't listen to anything he says. Generals, welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast. Recording live here from the Ministry of Silly Talk. And today I'm joined by our resident insurrectionist. He's back. It's Adam. What's up, dude? January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the YouTube's already going to be uh, age-restricted, but we'll, we started off on a oh, great Yeah, It was play. like what, 45 seconds or I something like I think it's like, like 10 minutes. 10 almost. minutes? Yeah. I've started, I'm, I'm playing with it, though, because I've started like so trying to upload them. Exactly. Sorry. I'm trying to like I've started trying to upload them with the first like 10 minutes edited to see cuz once they once they hit you with like a age restriction it's like a So I should be like I like, would like really that, rather no? you didn't okay, okay. <laughs> making my life more difficult uh giving me more work to do. Uh scoot over that way a little bit so you can talk into that microphone. There you go. All right. We're no, getting I'm used never, to it. I'm never going to be good at this. No, that's okay. It takes a lot of practice. And we when was the last time we did a podcast? Last year. Honestly, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it was. Been a, I think the last pod was the last podcast we did when we talked about how much money you sent me during the pandemic for nudes. Um, yeah, all um, those nudes you sent me. Uh, no, because I think that may have been like a phone podcast. I, we done. We did a live. I one can't since remember. Then. But yeah, it's taken me this long to like figure out this new setup and recording. I know and it looks really good, everything. man. It looks good. Yeah. There's a lot of cameras. It feels like. Uh, yeah. Well, never mind. Feels like you're being surveilled a little bit. I already am. Um, so today, though, uh, we'll dive right into this yeah, thing. Yeah, let's do the thing. Because I, like I feel like I've selected something that will give you an opportunity to shine. And it's one of my favorite sort of genres of internet videos, and that is uh, future technology from the past. You know, technology that people felt like was going to be in the future and in hindsight looks pretty ridiculous. I'm in. I'm in. And I think you may be familiar with some of these. But so this is uh, declassified footage from the 90s when all these different uh, arms manufacturers were trying to replace the M16. Uh, I, already, I literally probably already know most of this. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, the. Excuse uh, me. Same. Uh, nice. Hey, did right. show me is a that, Coke. Is that can you get a jinx on a burp? Uh, the. But yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting. And then I figured, you know, you would have a little bit more insight than me on this. And it's also, uh, you know, it's it'll eat up some time because I don't know how long we're going to do. But this is a it's a good icebreaker for getting back in here. Let's do the fucking thing. And then just as a heads up, for some reason, there's a part of this 
where like it's all pixelated. I don't know if it was a shitty transfer or if it's like redacted for some reason. But when you see that, the guy's still talking and it clears up on its own. So gotcha. The, okay. the video's not broken. <laughs> That's loud. Ever shit. since the revolution, when muskets were the steady companions of Continental Army riflemen, efforts have been made that by the United States government loud. to continuously improve the performance of military firearms. Oh, I can see it over here. I don't know what am I doing. In 1777, the first official muskets were built in Springfield, Massachusetts. Only accurate to about 50 yards, their limited range challenge. That's actually false. Um, the muskets that the British used were accurate to about 40 or 50 yards. What the U.S. was using could be accurate up to 200 yards, depending on the shooter and length of barrel. But there's no rifling, right? No, not yet. You saw rifled muskets, um, if I'm not mistaken, around the Civil War, if a little bit past. Yeah. Or maybe a little bit before. I, ah, fuck, that shit barely worked. <laughs> yeah, all right, well, here we go. Uh, I think they may run down some of that. I only perused It's the military, this. man. They're not going to get half that shit right. Yeah. ...weapon makers to develop a firearm that What's could be by the more army? accurate <laughs> at much greater yeah. ranges. In 1841, a rifled musket, popularly known as the Mississippi Rifle, became the first percussion-designed firearm. That breakthrough led 10 years later to a weapon that could hit a target out to 300 yards, the mini-ball rifle, which was made famous during the <laughs> Civil attacked. War. Yeah, I was going to say, this seems targeted. The breech-loading metallic cartridge rifle that became known... And I will say that although this was made somewhat modern times, it's the army, so it's not not problematic. <laughs> <laughs> it was adopted in 1873 and became the official issue of American soldiers during the Indian Wars. Adopted just in time for the Spanish-American War of 1898 was a bolt-action, magazine-fed weapon made by Craig Jorgensen. Hmm. Unfortunately, soldiers armed with the new crags found that they were being outranged and outshot by the German-developed Mauser. Yeah, okay, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you, look like, you, you look like you were just getting yeah, ready to say Mauser. Germans, uh, fuck them, but they make some of the absolute best weapon systems in the world. Yeah, like that's it, a famous Simpsons line. Ah, the Germans, you just yeah, can't yeah, stay yeah, mad yeah, at them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, Wiener Schnitzel, Sauerkraut, yeah, H&K. Yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah. You know, I'm, I almost purchased a... Uh, what was it 1960s West German made PPK? Nice original box, original shell fired in the factory. Nine millimeter curves, which is 380. I couldn't read anything on it. Yeah, they just won like six hundred bucks more than it was worth. But yeah, Germans great guns. Always kick anyone's ass. That's why we now buy them. Yeah. I, well, I was gonna say too. They get into some HK stuff here later too. In 1904, a modified German Mauser chambered with a new 30 caliber rimless cartridge was issued, Damn, but yeah. proved little better than the Krag. It wasn't until 1906 when a new bullet based on the pointed Spitzer was developed, resulting in the World War I Springfield rifle. The M1 Fox. Durand rifle, first introduced <laughs> in 1936, replaced the Springfield. Featuring a gas-operated rotating bolt, the 30 caliber firearm was a steady performer during both World War II and Korea. Replacing the M1... I will say something interesting about M1s, I mean, because I've handled some and fired them before. Yeah. It's tremendously a f impressive that in, that infantrymen used that weapon to fight war because it is, like, heavy and unwieldy and, like, you can break your... It'll break your thumbs, you know? <laughs> like, Dude... It's it, pretty it, impressive. 
those were men. Yeah. We are just boys that have to shave or choose not to shave. You know, those, yeah. those dudes were like, what, 120 pounds soaking fucking wet, five foot four. Yeah. And they, like, most of that weight was in their dong. Like, yeah. They were just running on gruel and. Yeah. Whiskey. Like, they didn't yeah. get fucking rippets in the yeah. field. <laughs> no. You know what? No. Yeah. Like, like, they're no. not carrying carbon fiber machine guns Fuck and no, stuff. No, no. They're no. stealing, like, French wine, like, yeah. fucking a chick and then realizing she was, like, a collaborator. Yeah. You know, like, carrying around, like, a tree trunk as a rifle yeah that, those things yeah. are massively heavy but stupid accurate and 30 yeah. six killed more people than well you know malaria Clinton's. yeah Clinton's, <laughs> well, either one yeah one in 1957 again like i said our resident insurrection is getting me kicked off of youtube already was the lighter <laughs> m14 a 7.6 this will probably be an audio only episode <laughs> with a detachable 20 round magazine which could fire both single shots and automatically 20 yeah. years later, a 5.56-millimeter oh, rifle, the M16, with an effective range of 460 meters, replaced the M14 and became the... Yeah, with iron sights? With iron... Okay, with iron sights, yeah, maybe 400, but the effective range of... of uh, you're talking about the original M16, yeah, that's that's what a 1-12 twist barrel. Yeah. You're looking easily with just even 55-grain ammo. You're talking like 600 yards. So I wonder if they uh, if that number is sort of an average though of what the data they collect like both like on the range and in I the mean, field and some say, of that's yeah, guesstimates. I you will know? say for the for like the initial M sixteen A one what issued in Vietnam um, four hundred I'd say talking that sounds, to your microphone sorry yeah sorry I'd say for the initially <laughs> issued M sixteen A one um, issued in Vietnam like that that's maybe a fair estimate um, the twist in the barrel is a little high um, yeah. We learned later on that you know a one in seven, one in eight, one in nine twist is going to be where where you really want it. Um, that was a one in twelve, but uh, still the army's fucking stupid. I am really dying to bl- get your levels, and I need you to speak. In I'm talking mic. to the fucking mic now. You are out. <laughs> Hold on, here we go. Okay, we're back. Sorry, I had every episode now with the new setup. The first half of it is playing with making it sound okay. Soldier's best friend in Vietnam. It fired okay. the lighter oh, ammunition much faster. <laughs> in its second improvement, the M16A2 now has an effective range of 550 meters, making it one of the world's most effective combat rifles. Why then does the military need a new rifle? If to the spend M16 that money. meets its toughest combat standards. <laughs> Kickbacks, baby. Yeah, see, this is yeah. the part where it gets Because fixed, riflemen you know. will need a weapon with significantly higher... It's also difficult to tell if this wasn't some sort of aesthetic choice by whatever dude working for the army who made the videos. Like, didn't it look cool? Hit probability yeah, on man. the projected highly lethal battlefield of the 21st century. Oh, maybe the pixelation makes it look like it's 21st century battle because it looks like an Atari game or something. That's my, that's my working theory now. I'm not going to argue that, to be honest, man. Rifle effectiveness <laughs> in combat is poor because targets are hard to find, aim at, and hit especially when the shooter is exposed to life-threatening conditions. Especially whenever your conscripts, or I'm sorry, volunteers are coming in just for college <laughs> money. Just one yeah. way to significantly improve Ooh, marksmanship that was nice. is to improve yeah. the rifle. So new evolutionary technologies oh, must be examined amazing. today yeah, oh, to meet tomorrow's back. needs. And that Under like static a test 50s conditions, cartoon. the yeah, M16 can hit did. a target the size of a kneeling man 100% of the time to ranges beyond 300 meters. Even at 700 meters, the probability of hit per trigger pull is greater than 60%. Even in an unstressed environment, when the M16 is placed in the hands of a shooter, 
its performance drops considerably beyond 100 meters. In the Army's standard record fire course, the probability of hitting targets at huh. 300 meters is less than 70%. I guess this is some of the, like, the way we were talking about how they collect the data. Like, some of yeah. it's battlefield and some of it is I mean, if you're going on the training, range. I mean, you got to think, you know, it's... There's Every- a ton of people who've never fired a weapon before. And I know when I was in basic training, like a lot of us who didn't already have a lot of shooting experience did better than a lot of yes, the, like I was squirrel hunting just guys. Just about to say you know that. I mean? um, it's like with, well, with, with my job, my, my business. Yeah. I don't like hiring bartenders that have already bartended. Mm-hmm. I like to hire someone that hasn't, so I don't have to fix their fucking problems. Right, you don't have to them. go back. Exactly. Yeah. Shooting's the same way. And just like with women, women are actually naturally better shooters. They have a lower heart rate, which mm-hmm. equals lower blood pressure, yeah. which means their hands don't shake they're a little steadier Mm -hmm. and so with your breathing and your trigger pull it makes for a more accurate shot like i've been training a few of my employees girls that want to carry and i of course i encourage that at work because sometimes i have only one one person there and it's a girl a woman excuse me and so i've taken the range and they're annie oakley and that shit like off the bat which you know emasculates one of their husbands so i get some joy out of that (laughs) what's up john (laughs) you can't shoot for shit dog uh, Only man I knew that broke a Glock, too. do not too. use gendered language to, to address everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that one. That was gold. That's like I was listening to podcasts on the way here, and they were talking, it's no longer an infantry man. It's yeah. just the infantry, because they started integrating women and then, um, you know, the, the trans community into yeah. it. And this, this, like, 90s, early 2000s, 82nd Airborne guy is like, yeah, 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 he's like, yeah, I'm having a heart attack. Oh, dude, his yeah. laugh, too, man. I had to turn it off. Please do not use gendered <laughs> language to to address everyone. All right, here we go. We're back at it. No, no, we're not. Now we are. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. <laughs> Under the added stress of combat, the military projects a much more significant drop off in effectiveness. <laughs> With yeah, only a 10% yeah. chance of that. hitting a 300 well, meter target. shoot at like 11% accuracy if they shoot 100 To meet the range, this challenge, the Defense wow. Department has begun an I intensive search for a weapon technology why you're not a that cop will anymore. at least yeah. double the effectiveness of the riflemen in combat. Smell like cook. The Army, acting as the lead <laughs> agency in the Defense Department's Joint Service Small Arms Program, has contracted with four of the world's leading weapon designers to explore new technologies. Yeah, we're going to get into some cool One stuff way to here. increase yeah, yeah, yeah. hit probability is to fire more than one projectile per trigger pull. <laughs> we do that if the dispersion of now. these projectiles can be controlled to compensate for aiming error, the probability of at least one hit will be significantly increased. This is like failing upwards, you know? All yeah. four advanced combat an rifle officer, concepts incorporate this. multiple launch systems. The prototypes were developed by AAI Corporation of Hunt Valley, Maryland. Damn, dude. Look Colt that. Industries. That, you can Hartford, actually get into civilians now. They are stupid rare. Heckler cool. and Koch of West oh, Germany. That's a Look at that thing. <laughs> oh, dude. And Steyr Manlicher of Austria. I want to like Steyr. I do. AAI's prototype fires three distinct rounds in a high-rate salvo burst. The three rounds fired at a rate of 1,800 rounds per minute are perceived by the shooter as one round. The weapon will also fire one round per trigger pull in a semi-auto. I also did want to mention, though, too, for audio-only listeners, or if you're just perusing, that, in my opinion, as a layman, some of those look really ridiculous. They, they look like laser look guns. look ridiculous yeah. in reality, but as a gun guy, yeah. the Heckler uh, and Cock one, the HK one, yeah. that bitch is bad. It's, yeah, because it's, it's a rail loader, too, right? It, it, That's what it's, it looks well, like. It's, uh, if I remember, it was a uh, caseless... 
cartridge. Yeah, they talk about the ammunition yeah, for that one, so too. So it, it, it was super innovative, way ahead of its time. The thing is, now we're getting into that. There's actually a company now that's making portable rail guns that shoot 300 to 400 feet per second. Wow. With, like, only 10 rounds per charge. And but like three grand, so I think I'm buy one. I'm sure but, you will. Yeah, um, mode. <laughs> <laughs> I have. The magazine I have no holds doubt. thirty rounds. Bought a flamethrower on a whim. The long profile of the weapon aids the shooter in the quick or point fire situation. The iron sights can be replaced with an optic sight for longer range so engagements. Weird that ACOGs were back then. Too. The AAI so weapon weird. fires a 10.2 oh, grain steel thing. dart called what? a flechette. Yeah. These thin stabilized projectiles are fired at a muzzle velocity of 4,600 feet per second. God damn! Yeah. Projectiles low drag and high That's velocity produce an extremely flat trajectory. The <laughs> <laughs> flechette's low. <laughs> oh, and we're back. All right, here we go. <laughs> muzzle impulse permits greater control of the salvo burst. <laughs> Flechettes have proven to be effective against hard targets and body armor and have shown to deform and bend in soft targets, making them as lethal run. as bullets. Y'all quit playing. Has evolved from the M16A2 design. It incorporates a muzzle brake compensator to reduce and control muzzle climb and an oil spring buffer to reduce perceived recoil from moving parts. Human engineering designs have resulted in a weapon with a sight rib for okay. point fire balance. and so, an adjustable button. It wasn't this Colt design, but it was one similar around the same time where they were trying to invent a new light machine gun from Colt that with the buffer system on the AR, normally it's just like a weighted buffer. Yeah. Depending on the grain, barrel, gas system, all these other things, you get different weights. They had a hydraulic buffer for a shorter um, buffer tube. Um, and it was one of the only ones that worked. They're hard to get, and even then, it kind of finicky. Now you've got other. Run people. that back by me. So instead a of a gas, well, it was return. still it was still the gas system. Yeah. But the the weighted buffer that the bolt carrying group would go in, push back, and the butt weight of the buffer in the spring would throw it forward. Yeah. It was a hydraulic. So instead of being like on a on a rifle length gas system or rifle length buffer tube, instead of being yeah. approximately what that that's ten inches, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty four inches, about four inches. <laughs> yeah. um, Rest in peace. Um, it was it was hot. Yeah, oof, big oof. Uh, <laughs> it was like it was like maybe three inches, so you know it still do some damage. Um, but it was hydraulic, I, and I don't, of course, know the. Is that like detail. a transfer? Is that an issue? Like the transfer, of the energy is better, or just something they were trying? Just like reliability issues and whatnot, yeah. and cyclic fires. So how high the rate can be, you know? And so it, it worked, but it didn't get adopted. So of course, there's a few limited avail um, options available on the market, like maybe a couple hundred on the civilian market now yeah. um, and but now you're seeing them other companies make them and they still can't get it fucking right I think there's one company that does it but you have to like manually tune the thing well, that doesn't sound good like yeah, well, it's like setting the timing on your car for your gun yeah yeah I'm not fucking doing that it's yeah my Glock. exactly yo killing me with this <laughs> I can't hear 30 years Robert 30 years I'm <laughs> sounds like my employees today Robert <laughs> Uh -huh, not my problem. All right, here we go. Who the hell candy's got on there? Stock to better fit the shooter. Like the M16, the magazine capacity is 30 rounds. That standard capacity. This weapon can Democrats. also be fitted with either iron <laughs> or optic sights. 
The 5.56-millimeter duplex ammunition contains oh, two bullets cool. in the same cartridge case. For each Slightly round fired, two bullets travel to the target. The first bullet travels to the aim point, while the second is offset in a controlled pattern. No shit. In addition to the duplex ammunition, the Colt weapon can also fire the current M16 NATO standard round. The round... Well, I do know something about the way the government spends money, so I can guarantee you they didn't do that. Because they were like, they were like well, how, well where are we, how are we going to get kickbacks for making entirely new ammunition? Yeah. You know what I mean? That would make too much sense. To be used primarily for long-range engagements. Yeah, there's your thing right there. The Look at the weird recoil, though. Yeah. Like the AAI, fires a three-round salvo burst. From there, the similar... Is the recoil, is the barrel on that part that's coming back, or is it below it? Man, honestly, I really don't know that much about the G11. I, I bet they'll show it. Yeah, well, we watch. Yeah, because that, it looks weird that the barrel would be, like, if where the round's actually coming out of would do that. Well, I mean, you've got some machine guns that do that. Oh, yeah? The barrel reciprocates a little bit. Um, just there's a, what They're the, like a more of a European design, then, I think. They are. Yeah. Um, there's a 50 caliber, the Lynx. Um, where the, you can actually lock the barrel down for like transportation, flip oh. a button, the barrel goes fwing, oh. and then it, it recoils a little bit with it. It lowers recoil from a 50 BMG down to a pretty manageable. Um, Grantham did a video on it. Shout out to Flannel Daddy. Um, it, it was pretty interesting. Um, also, a lot of great innuendos with that. H&K's bullpup design, so described because its working mechanism is housed in the stock, Bullpups do fires stuff. caseless Fuck ammunition. Fuck you, Australia. Look how much recoil that thing has, though. By Three eliminating the extraction oh, cycle, it's it's a, it can fire damn, a salvo burst at a rate of 2,100 rounds per minute. God! The weapon also fires single shot, or fully automatic, at 400 rounds per minute. Okay, that's a pretty slow cycle. The mechanism rate. consists of a rotating chamber, and a recoiling system that delays the recoil until after the third bullet has left the muzzle. Oh. The single-row magazine <laughs> on top of the weapon oh, holds the 45 magazine. rounds. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I knew it had some kind of weird like, rail-loading system, system, like a FN kind of. Like. I guess, okay, so with it going back like that, it, it just loading it in. Dual-power, yeah. integral... Oh, yeah, because it's not drawing it up from yeah, a magazine. Yeah, it's like caseless ammunition weighs half as much as the M16. Yeah, this is caseless, though. Yeah, that this is 40% smaller. A significant benefit to the rifleman. Yeah, he weighs less. The round consists of one solid block of high ignition temperature propellant with a bullet inside. H&K's weapon and ammunition, with the exception of the optic sight, is identical to the G11 rifle being okay, tested sorry. by the German yeah, yeah, government. Yeah, it was yep. the, yeah. Uh, nice. Fuck Steyr, sorry. The Steyr weapon, they do have one cool pistol right also now, a bullpup configuration, is the simplest design of all the prototypes. Its cylindrical plastic-cased flechette ammunition <laughs> is fed in a straight line no, from the magazine right. into the into chamber, which rises to the firing position. The weapon fires single shot, or a three-round burst, at a rate of 1,200 rounds per minute. Can't defeat the emus with that, The current though. magazine mm -mm. capacity of the weapon is 24 rounds. See? Still coming The Steyr weapon can be configured with iron or dual-power optic sights. Its plastic telescope cartridge weighs half as much as the M16 round and is ejected from the bottom, eliminating ejection problems with left or right-handed shooters. That gun takes The shots. round features a side-initiating yeah, primer. Oh, see, and this and one has that weird flechette, too. 4,900 feet per second. I said it was really cool, uh, like, uh, the, very the flechettes were cool, like, 
idea. Yeah. But just in practice, no. I mean, and, and, and we, we've even had, a, well, up until actually this year, the 5.56 five, out of the M16 with its different, you know, different you know, versions with like, you know, the M16A3s, A4s, mm-hmm. M4A1s, all the different SOP mod programs and whatnot, and the blocks, different block programs and whatnot. The 5.56 five, is still a really viable round. And you'll have people that don't know much to talk about it being anemic because it's an intermediate cartridge. But with the 5.56, five, you have to have a longer barrel for it to really shine. Yeah. Um, but so like a 20-inch barrel, like I have a 20-inch barrel AR. Um, you're talking about even like a 55 grain, like which is like normal full metal jacket training ammo, yeah. is moving close to 3,000 maybe plus feet per second. If you're using like a 75, 77 grain match grade, like OTM or H, uh, Boattail hollow point, you're talking 3,300 feet per second with terminal velocity at what can be 1,000 yards out of an AR. I mean, that's phenomenal for, for what was shit on for so long. I do. Con- ah, not my problem. Oh, sorry, I hit the wrong button there. I think you hit the right one. Um, I was going to say, though, I wonder, though, if the use of the flechette is sort of similar to a lot of the, like, uh, artillery you're starting to see being developed where it's like there's no explosives. It's just kinetic energy, yeah. essentially. Like, Because, yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming they the load and the uh, rate of travel. Pause. <laughs> is uh, assuming that that is high enough to where you the flechette is transferring enough energy to do the damage. I guess well, you want to make or would sure that would be the idea. Well, maybe well, the, yeah, the issue is you don't want to go straight through a target. Yeah, you want all the energy to stop and hit the target. So like with like I said the the, the even full metal jacket rounds at a longer distance no. they hit with that force, but when they do. It, it just rocks straight into it. Yeah. You know, um, like the, the green tip ammo that every fucking dumbass militia member jerks off to sucks. Yeah. It's it's meant for like the M249 saw, which is actually by volume. Whenever you're as a civilian, you know, if you're ever in a defensive shoot, you want pinpoint action. You're responsible for every place that bullet goes. Yeah. It's like I use an AR for home defense. Right. But I've got 55 grain ballistic tips, critical hornady, hornady critical defense, right? Those green Did tips. Did you say horny defense? No, yeah, horny kidding. defense. Okay, I feel attacked. Um, but no, those green tips suck. Yeah. You know, they're inaccurate. I was sighting in a rifle. I was getting half in my way, half minute of angles, 30 round groups with just 55 grain. I shot some of that green tip, eight in my way, you know, and that's at 50 yards. At 200 yards, you couldn't even hit a person with it. Oh, sorry, what the hell? What? So that, that M855 they were talking about, I'm not, I think it's... Is it M855A1 that's the green tip? I can't remember. Sorry, we may get a little bit of a repeat here. I don't know why it just started scrolling through itself. You're good. I think we're right here. But, 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 and fires a flechette. Yeah, fuck the flechettes. That's all. At 4,900 feet per second. God damn, that's fast. The no, various technologies. Right. Well, see, that's what I was saying about that's the too speed fast, of though. it. That's too fast. They're worrying about it passing through yeah, as opposed to. I mean, to I'm a... not an engineer. Don't get me wrong. So I could yeah. be completely wrong about how it affects the target. Or even how the flechette is designed. You know? Yeah, but like that's just that's so fast. I'm scared it's going to go through a target. And, you know, a through and through wound is easier than a one in, no out. Yeah, I guess, though, too, maybe the idea is that you're putting so many of them downrange, you know what I mean, at one time. Yeah, for the basic infantrymen, especially after Vietnam, it was more about volume of fire. Because, I mean, we were thinking about 3,000 rounds fired per enemy combatant killed in Vietnam. Yeesh. Yeah, um, so it, it's more, you know, you've got a machine gunner laying cover fire, you got a flanking movement, and you take the enemy out. So you're dropping tons of rounds for one engagement. It got louder. 
Yeah, I know. I'm trying to dial you in, but it's like when you get excited, you kind of start because you're no, used to talking to human beings normally and not talking with an obstruction in your face. So you kind of start leaning over here, and that microphone is not very sensitive. So I'm, I'm just trying to dial it in. It's, not, uh, it's all good. You're not doing anything wrong, man. Presented by these four concepts will be evaluated in a field experiment with Army and Air Force shooters on a specially designed <laughs> okay. range. Hey, man, they could be pararescue. Calm down. The M16A2 uh, rifle will be used alongside the new weapon prototypes. Those guys look so mad. Not only are the technologies represented by the weapons new, so is the test range, which the Army has designed to measure and assess the effectiveness of the systems. Buckner like Range, measure. located measure. at Fort Benning, Georgia, ah, was totally oh, redesigned and instrumented to provide more precise firing information than has ever been gathered before. Run by a specially designed uh, computer system. See, this is actually kind of fascinating because now they're yeah. going to tell us how they're collecting the data. Oh, it's two firing lanes, which can be run independently, can present pop-up and moving targets from ranges oh. of 25 meters to 600 meters. I bet I can get a used version of that. The location and behavior of targets have been designed to replicate the large aiming errors experienced in combat. Using curved rods that sense the shock waves created by supersonic projectiles, the system will record where each round penetrates the airspace around the targets out to 300 meters. (laughs) Thus, the system will be able to measure both hits and misses. That's fucking Providing valuable information to the Defense Department in assessing the effectiveness of the... To be honest with you, other than the gun manufacturers, the Army's probably still using this. (laughs) (laughs) The actual the army. Yeah, one guy actually shot it yeah. outside in a back somewhere. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah outside of like JPL or like the actual weapons manufacturer mm-hmm. stuff. This prop, the army probably bought this. Some and, supply sergeant snuck it home. His yeah. wife still bitching about him not putting it out in the backyard, taking mm-hmm. a broom in the kitchen. You know? Yeah, it's just full stacked up in the living room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exposure times for these pop up targets will nice. vary from as little as one and a half seconds to as long as ten seconds at longer ranges. Moving targets are located at ranges of 75, 150, look at that, looks and hilarious. 225 meters. You're not going to get me. You're not going to. Selected moving targets are also covered by a series of curved rod sensors to maintain the airspace penetration window around the entire 60-foot length of travel. Curve rod penetration, 60-foot Moving length. targets are exposed it with a straight for face three too. or five seconds. Yeah, you couldn't be gaining the Army that there time. There are two operating no. speeds of 6 and 12 well, feet you, per there second. there were lots of them. They just weren't allowed to walking be. and running targets. I mean, yeah, we still have the Air Force. Yeah. The computers will control the behavior of the... Yeah, no gay cops. Anyway. ...targets in the <laughs> test. Rapidly <laughs> appearing multiple stationary <laughs> and moving targets will challenge the firers. The system will Coffers track cups. every event. When the target is raised, when the round leaves the muzzle... And the time and location of the projectile when it passes through the target area. As the shooter fires, the round penetrates the target or the airspace around it. One computer accurately records where each round goes. This is fascinating. Yeah, this really controls the target presentation and data collection and tracks the operational status of each target. But yeah, that's what I, I, sorry, I just thought about this, but well, that was why I was saying the Army's probably still using this, because I remember when I first got in the operational Air Force yeah. and got to my first duty station, I worked on KC-135, which was like the big in-air refueler, and like, I was like, oh man, we, they were like, all right, let's go up in the jet, 
look at the flight deck and I remember like being on my way up there and be like this is gonna be so dope like it looks like Star Wars in here and you get up there it looks like the inside of a fucking bus like it looks like an old <laughs> bus with buttons like it's all these like manual levers and clicky buttons I was like this is slightly less impressive than I thought it was gonna be this yeah. computer also keeps a running total of hit well and that was 2003 the first time I was on one of those and those are still in service in giant numbers Which again, the, AC one, the KC-135 yeah but that that KC-135 that air for, like those actual planes like the bones of those planes were put together in like 1955 oh yeah, yeah. it was like the C-130s from Vietnam era yeah I exactly know guys like their dad fucking worked on the same plane that you know they're working mm. on and misses the operator can rerun, pause, or override target presentations if necessary. Several other features of this system include God, simulated like return fire. Yeah. Which can be triggered if an exposed target right, is pause. not... Is that what it really sounds like? Or do they put that sound in there? It did seem like it was done Some after. Laser it? Like shit. a little ADR sound there. Like, yeah. Laser. Yeah engaged within a specified amount of time it may sound like that though Audible to the weird fire rate yeah, maybe causing that oh that's a beep from the targeting no, 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 system no, it was the actual was to record the, yeah. the heart rate of the shooters to further stress the shooter the army and air force participants will exercise just before firing <laughs> and will have the added pressure of team competition what is but that picture? The primary stress comes That's from the range me itself. Stress. Yeah. What, when, where? <laughs> won't know which targets will appear. driving me crazy. How oh many my will God, appear this at one great. time, how long they will be exposed, or whether the target will be moving, and if so, how fast. Additional stress will be caused by the wide target area. The results of these tests, of scheduled through the <laughs> end of 1990, will be assessed by the armed services' future needs. If these technologies get the go-ahead, U.S. servicemen could have a new combat rifle in their hands by 1996. So. Sorry, I was a little late on that. But when you said okay, the ex-wife, yeah. I meant you the, the big, this. fat, white, nasty, smelling, fat bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't fuck her with your dick. Um. So, I, okay, I, I was thinking some different experimental rifles because they were always doing stuff like this. Like yeah. the XM8 um, came out. I can't, was it HK that made it? I can't remember, but it was, it, it looked cool. It was some space-age shit, um, but it never, of course, got approved. But we actually did just get a new rifle, a new machine gun, a new handgun approved to go into service. Um, handgun was last year, and the machine gun and uh, service rifle were this year from SIG firing a new... Uh, caliber, it's a two seven seven Sig Fury. Yeah, we see what I was saying about that they would not get a new weapon and be able to use the old ammo because then they well, have to buy the yes, ammo. It, but it's insane. It's a it's a dual part dual part cartridge. Part of it's polymer, part of it's brass still. Yeah. And so most rifles are running about like sixty thousand psi. Even with like the fifty BMJ, I, mean, I think it's like sixty five thousand psi. This is going to be pushing eighty eighty five thousand psi because of that cartridge. And I mean, we we went back to the battle rifle. They're thirty cal style, like yeah. full size rounds. It's pretty pretty dope. Um, you, it's hard to get your hand on one as a civilian right now. Of course, it'd be a semi automatic version. Yeah, because the ATF's cucked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sorry, I'm ruining. No, 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 you're yeah. fine. I was yeah. actually I was trying to look for something here. I, but, I can't uh, find the thing I wanted to show you. It's the first time we've adopted a whole new weapon system since the '60s. It's it's, it's yeah, I guess they must have just scrapped this thing because oh yeah, they were just like they played through a lot of them. So it was like the um, 
the ACR, the Masada that Magpul initially put out. Um, there's actually talks of them making it again, which would be pretty dope. That was a pretty good runner for a replacement, but I can't remember what issues they came up with. The FN Scar um, Light, no one really carried that much. The Heavy, the 308 version, um, did get some use, but uh, it had a habit of breaking optics because the recoil was so harsh. Um, yeah. The vibrations, so... Now, us getting adopting new weapons now is it's a pretty big deal in the military, you know. This is uh, hasn't been done, and we're talking eighty years. Yeah, easy, right? Yeah, it, it's you know it's exciting times. You know, we're this literally is... made it so we could punch through Chinese body armor. Well, yeah, imagine I would imagine. Word... So this is kind of an this is kind of interesting, actually. You yeah. may enjoy this. Um, it's not on the topic of weapons or anything, but it's a fun. I have video. other hobbies. Yeah, well, and this is a fun one. This is just a fun one to kind of wrap up on because I've shown this on the stream a couple times, um, and I've I, I've watched it a bunch of times, man. It's like fucking, it's super prophetic. It's from because I don't know if you remember, like when I was a kid, they used to have a show on Discovery called Beyond Two Thousand, where it was like all this like stuff on. Dis- it was this yeah. British show that they would show on Discovery, but it was basically like them talking about all this like emerging computer technology and car technology and stuff. And I mean, very little of it ever made it to prime time, yeah. obviously. But this is that this lady is actually about to creep you out. Imagine a world where every word ever written, every picture ever painted, and every film ever shot could be viewed instantly in your home via an information superhighway, a high-capacity digital communications network. What that would mean is you could transform your home into a mammoth interactive entertainment center with the odd stock exchange and shopping center thrown in. (laughs) It sounds pretty grand, but it all comes down to computers communicating. And in fact, that's already happening on something called the Internet that anyone in the world with a computer and a modem to connect it to a telephone line can subscribe to. There are over 20 million people connected up. And one person in particular I know is connected is the American president, Bill Clinton. And I know that because I used this computer to write to him I today. Know that and I've already... Because he sent me a picture of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hung like it, a... It, yeah. took the, it was loading like... Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> All I can think of is that we were talking about the, uh, the night, you know, the guy sitting on the side of the bed. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's Bill Clinton sitting on the yeah, side of the exactly. Back. He's like, can I see that? <laughs> I, was that South Park episode with Osama Bin Laden where they pull his pants down? Yeah. And it zooms in like a thousand times. It's yeah, like it's a little, tiny, little blurred. Tiny, yeah. <laughs> Got a reply from the Actually, White House. And here it is. Right. <laughs> Thank you for writing to President Clinton via electronic mail. The president is committed to integrating this dynamic medium into the White House. And it goes on to give some details of his Hillary government's policy to encourage the building of information superhighways. Yeah, he never highways. left his office again. Now, I can't electronically mail our Prime Minister, John Major, because he hasn't got a modem. And I can't find the out British. what his government's policy <laughs> on Fucking information superhighways is, because it hasn't got one. At least nothing beyond the usual thing of leaving it to market forces. But you can do more than just send messages on the internet. There's, there's loads of porn. useful information yeah. in here. You can get news, recipes. <laughs> and I found this. I was sure she was about to say nudes. It sounded like she said nudes. <laughs> oh, she did, she did. <laughs> Satellite weather map in there. And um, there are interactive services as well. This is, this is a shopping centre. And here it says it's just off the information superhighway. That's it, its address. 
and inside that's fucking lame as there's, shit um, very there's a flower much. shop but and he shows me the picture of uh, the flowers i can order and tells me how much they cost then all i have to do is tap in the address i want them to go to and of course i have to give them my credit card details to pay and there's even some stuff about us in here let me just find that for you because we've just put some details on the internet about uh, tonight's program and some pictures as well it's all good that? fun but mm. what limits the potential Mushrooms. of all this is that Aliens. it's relatively slow you can't play a video down this and in fact most of that stuff we've had to receive in advance that's because copper telephone lines are really designed for people to talk down not for computers but with an information so superhighway built with high-capacity fiber-optic cables, well, yeah, and this is before they learned they could use coaxial cable. Like that's where cable internet you came from. You can send high-quality sound and you know, you know, I'm not tech-friendly. Yeah, well, I'm getting so, more tech-friendly now that I have yeah. a computer. I, 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 at 30, well, be in a little week, 32 years old, I have yeah. a computer again. But yeah, so coaxial cable, like nobody had figured out yet that you could send the internet in and in up and down, and that was really when. Because the initial thoughts, like she was saying, were that the height that in order to have high speed internet, you would need like one of these like T one lines or like the uh, fiber optics, but that yeah, requires yeah, yeah. building a whole new infrastructure. Well, you get into this time period, and basically, on most houses are wired for cable using coaxial cable, which is also one of those kind of like uh, creepy things that's like conspiracy theorists like to talk about about you know there being cameras in your TVs and stuff. Because We've which seen some weird shit. Which there definitely are now, you know. The government, they're a fucking conspiracy. But like the uh, <laughs> That was a fucking good video. That was a good, that was good shit. I can't find that one anymore either. All you I know uh, why? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. <laughs> the government, they're a fucking conspiracy. Exactly. You wanna get your mind blown right now? Um the uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so but the deal is though that that was always something they said about coax cable was that it's actually designed to send and receive. Most people believe that at that time it was so they could collect those Nielsen ratings things, you know, like so that they could collect data on like who was tuned into what, oh, at okay. what time, or for how long. Oh, You're good. And the uh, but that that breakthrough and discovering that about coax cable is what allowed high speed internet into people's houses. You know, way before we could build this giant infrastructure of fiber optic networks, which actually there's another interesting thing about that. You can thank our illustrious governor, Brian Kemp, and our legislature, because Google was in the process of wiring this entire state with fiber optic cable. Yeah. And it was going to become like the idea was it would become like a public utility because you can't live without the Internet. You know what I mean? You can't like. In this day and age, you can't operate a household with children and work and school and the TV basically without the internet. I mean, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. you know, I mean, just quality of life. At this point, it's like electricity. Yeah, it's you almost know? like healthcare. Yeah, and so obviously we're not very good at that. <laughs> hey, and, no matter how much shit you talk, I do believe healthcare should be universal. It's a yeah. human right at this point, dude. Well, yeah, and I mean, we also agree that, like, in different ways, that the idea of hating the government is that they spend our money in absurd, stupid ass yeah, ways, like, like a fucking thousand dollar toilet. Yeah, fix the problems, but yeah, obviously, yeah, internet healthcare. But so also yeah. the but the internet thing though. What happened was because of Time Warner and Cox Cable and Comcast and all of them, they just basically lobbied the state legislature to kick Google out of Georgia. So they had like 
half-ass built this infrastructure. Like people who lived in Atlanta were going to be the test of it, but basically there was going to be a modern major American city that was going to have like free internet, essentially free internet. You like, you know how you pay for your garbage pickup when you pay your water bill or whatever, like that would be, it would be included in that and it'd be some nominal price and it would be way faster than cable internet because it's fiber optics. But all the cable companies obviously were like, oh, no, absolutely not. Don't vote Democrat. Don't vote Republican. Don't vote Libertarian. Don't vote. <laughs> you know what? At this point, I'm sorry to argue. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I said I used to be a Libertarian. I said left that fucking train. Then for a second, I thought I was an anarchist. Now I'm done with that all. I'm just a human being that's fucking fed up. Yeah, I think I'm just rolling. I'm just rolling on out. Yeah, I'm <laughs> rolling done. On through Deuces. It. Like, sh- yeah, but I did think this video was pretty interesting yeah, it is, with man. all that uh, talk of that. Um, but that's all I got. We did 45 minutes. That's pretty good. That was a quick 45 minutes. Yeah, no, it went, but yeah, time flies when you're having fun or talking about guns. <laughs> all right, you got anything else for these people before we wrap this up? I was going to rant about some stuff, but I'm in a good mood now. So I'm, I'm Yeah, no, no reason to bring it down. No. What? <laughs> But yeah, Adam is back. And again, I do want to just let everybody and Adam know, like I am trying I have a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm not trying super hard, but I am trying to pick this thing back up by its bootstraps and get back to at least doing, even if I'm doing them once a week and it's just me and occasionally a guest, I am trying. Don't forget, shirtcaviar.com, use promo code OGA, save 10% in your order. If you're ever in the Central Georgia region, you go to 104 Westcliff Boulevard in beautiful downtown Warner Robins, Georgia, <laughs> right right by the beach, and check out yep. uh, Friends yep. on the Hill. Yep, don't you can smell the seagulls. Yeah, and um, <laughs> other than that, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to Podcast where you get podcasts. And go subscribe to my damn Twitch channel. I'm only a few followers short of being able to make like a nickel a month doing that. So why don't you guys help me out? Instead of putting your foot on my neck. All right, I got a little negative there. I'm sorry. But you guys all, everybody have fun and be safe and be nice to each other or don't. I am not. I can't tell you what to do. You got anything else you want to add? You're not my dad. Perfect. <laughs> Welcome. One gram. One gram. Welcome. One Grand Army podcast. Welcome. One Grand. Welcome. One One Grand. Welcome. One One Grand. Welcome. One Grand Army podcast.